Howdy folks and welcome back to Joystick and Mouse video game news and reviews for all you filthy casuals out there. I'm Don. I go by Diddy in the gaming community. With me this evening as always is Jay Dimes. What's going on? This is episode 150 and today is December 19th, 2022. And then on the program today we have the video game awards. That was it. <laughs> That's all we That was, all we going to talk about. That was the biggest story of the week until about two days ago. Now, that's the one we're gonna talk about. We're gonna talk about video games, but the biggest story of the week was, of course, Chris Metzen coming back to World of Warcraft as a consultant, basically. He is joining Blizzard uh, to work with the World of Warcraft team. Um, if you don't, I, I know Jade Dimes was like, I know who that was. I know that name. I know I've heard that. <laughs> but uh, Chris Metzen is World of Warcraft. He voiced Thrall, which is one of the main characters. Um, he basically came up with the concept and the people and the places and the whole thing. So uh, having him back as a creative director is amazing for the game itself. So I'm... I'm looking forward to see what's coming in the future. One thing I will say though, is the current expansion that just launched for World of Warcraft is the best one ever. It's up there with Wrath of the Lich King. I mean, it's really good. Dragon riding is the funnest thing that they've ever put in the game. It's, it's great. And so I, they were headed such a good direction I hope it doesn't get messed up. I don't think Chris would mess it up at all, but we'll see where it goes. I, I'm really enjoying where it's at right now. Another thing is he was around for all the crap. And so I don't know whether that puts a little dark cloud over, mm. over the thing or not, but was he a, uh, what is the word I'm looking for? A, he not was facilitator. I don't um, know if he was an enabler or not. An enabler. That's the word. Uh, I, want. I don't know. And he was never directly involved or directly named, but it was his watch. You know, he was a president of the company and, mm. you know, it was on his watch. So I don't know how yeah. I feel about that, but yeah, we'll see how it goes. So anyways, we're off to the uh, video game awards. But before we get there, let me tell you about things that I never thought I would ever hear myself say. This week, I mailed my poop to somebody. In the mail. UPS. <laughs> I never dreamed I would say that. <laughs> That's just... <laughs> um, oh, did I, lo I think I lost j -Nums. I did lose him. He's not hearing my poop story. This is like the best story ever. <laughs> Hang on, folks. Technical difficulties. We'll see if we can get it fixed. All right, well, let me text him. This is the joy of live podcasting. So while we're waiting for, for J dimes, let me tell you. So when you get old, <laughs> you have, there are certain tests that you have to take certain things you have to do, right? One of the things they want to test you for is colon cancer. That, that's a great thing. They should test you for colon cancer, but the way they do it is you have to poop in a jar and send it to them in the mail. It's so ridiculously disgusting. It's amazing. Oh, is he coming back? Well, he just went offline. 
Hopefully it didn't lose power again. Oh, we lost the internet. All right. So we'll see how it goes when he comes back. But yeah, so there's, there's this test, uh, called, um, Coligard. Um, and seriously, you poop, you have to put this thing in the toilet, you poop in a can, and then you send it to them. And you have to take this thing to UPS and drop it off. And it, and you know, they couldn't put it in a brown wrapper or something. No, they have to put it in a big box that says Coligard on it. And the guy at UPS knows what's in there. <laughs> it's, it's just ridiculous. So that was fun. It was not fun. It's embarrassing. But I yes, I know everybody poops and but I hope I can't I had a whole comment. We should like somebody that knows a comedian, they should do a whole routine to this. There's this is comedy gold for somebody like I don't know, Chappelle or or somebody like that. This is comedy gold. They they could do an hour on this easily. And he said it normally comes back pretty quick, but we're a couple of minutes in and nothing yet. So we'll see. Um, so, um, let me see. Nope. Normally comes back pretty quick. He's still waiting. Uh, so yeah, that, uh, this, this, somebody could have a, a field day with this uh, in a routine. So let me go back to World of Warcraft. Uh, I'm not sure how I feel about Chris Metzen joining World of Warcraft. I I think it's I think it's interesting um, that he was at he left to go to Riot Games. I think it was Riot Games. Oh no, I take that back. He that was I'm thinking of uh, Greg Street. He um he retired. And then, um, and then now I guess got, uh, missed it. So now he's coming back out of retirement to come back to, uh, to Blizzard. So I don't know how I feel about that. I mentioned how, I don't know if he was part of the problem. Hopefully, hopefully not, but Tim, can you hear me now? Yep. I'm back. back. Okay, Internet back. just dropped out. I hate it when that happens and you missed the <laughs> poop story. What's oh. I don't know if I really feel like I missed out on that one. You definitely missed out on that one. <laughs> Beck says, no, you missed nothing. But <laughs> I, I was saying like, like Chappelle would have a field day with this. So a true comedian would have a field day with, with having to poop in a can and send it back. And it's not like they disguise the box or anything. No, they print. Colgard right on the side of it so that when you drop it off in UPS, they know exactly what it is. Uh, <laughs> it's an airtight jar that they give, give yes, you. Yes, it is. Oh, oh, trust me. There's instructions that say, this is uh, not sealed. This is sealed. <laughs> can you imagine if you were the UPS can, driver? And not only that, can you imagine the guy at Colgard? <laughs> the technician oh. has to open all those. And, no, and so man. I really want to know. I really want to know. Do they reuse the containers? Is <laughs> do they? <laughs> These are questions we do not need to know the answer to. No. Like I said, this is comedy gold. Somebody could have a field oh. day with this. <laughs> Worst job ever. I could so. Who came up with this? Who came up with this? Uh, <laughs> you know, let's let them poop at home and send it to us. And <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Uh, <laughs> <Don't>. mm. <laughs> so, so, so I mailed my poop to somebody this week. Look <laughs> at what is happening in your world. <laughs> oh, and no, no such fun things. No such fun uh, things. We finally got back on track for D and D after a year off. Oh, we have that's good. Uh, restarted our campaign. Oh, and when and when does that happen? Is that is that televised live? No, we just do it in person. No, 
no, yeah, we no streaming of it. Maybe we should. You do should that guys should next, do that. Next uh, next campaign. D and D campaigns are fantastic. They really are. Those are those are the things that happen during D and D are just classic. I, I can still remember D and D games back in the day, and, and just just the ridiculousness. And stuff. we had great food this time. Yeah. Uh, we had two different kinds of chili. Nice. We had nice. fried chicken. We had a like nice. Real fried a, a real, real fried chicken or like a KFC? Like giant fried chicken. Uh, oh, actually. But it was what? really good. Their, their fried chicken's pretty good. It was a smidge salty. Yeah. But I'll forgive that. We get, we get their rotisserie chickens all the time. They're really good. Yeah, so we don't have any giants near us. If I want like grocery store fried chicken, my best option is Wegmans. So here's my weekly shout out for let me get let me get that in there. For Hardywood. Hardywood is freaking killing it. Uh in the seasonal beer. They have a gingerbread porter. They have a gingerbread stout. They mm-hmm. have um a Christmas uh style. I don't even know what it is, a lager or something or other. And they have a banana pan or a pancakes breakfast, which is just Christmas pancakes. Christmas pancakes. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Christmas, Christmas morning pancakes. pancakes, I think. And it, it has that maple flavor to it. It is amazing. Uh, all four of those are outstanding. Just really, really good. So shout out to Hardywood. They're killing it. Uh, great beers. Check them out if you have it in your area. I don't know. Are they? Are they? I know they're not national, but are they more than the Northeast? I don't know. I'll be honest with you. I've never left this. Like I've never left Virginia and looked for Hardywood. I, I so haven't either. I, but I mean, listen. If you can't get Yingling in the mid, in the Midwest, you cannot. You cannot get Yingling. I would imagine you can't get Here. Hardywood. Here's the problem outside with the, of Eastern Shore. Here's the problem with the Midwest is Anheuser Busch is headquartered in St. Louis. If you go to St. Louis, you get Anheuser Busch. And that is what you get. <laughs> if you don't like their beers, tough. <laughs> now in a store yeah. you can find other stuff, but in a restaurant trying to find a beer on tap that is other than one of their beers. Pretty, pretty tough sledding. And fair enough. Pretty tough fair sledding. Enough. Although the, the, no, it's been a long time since I've been, been on it, but the, um, uh, but Anheuser Bush is owned by the tour at Anheuser Bush is pretty cool. Uh, Anheuser Bush, I think is Anheuser Bush. I don't think they're owned by anybody. No, they, they're owned by uh, they Inbev. Own a, they're owned by who? A company called Inbev. Oh, is it is it a an investment firm or is it like a no, conglomerate of uh, food? It's a conglomerate of I want to say other alcohol companies. They bought oh, them. You're right. You're right. They own. They own. Are they the ones that own Buffalo Trace and? Uh, I don't know if they own Buffalo Trace, but I believe. They own what is that other beer that's kind of like a fake version of Blue Moon? Uh, I can't think of what it is, but um, I don't know. I don't. It, okay, so there's your. I'm not really a big Blue Moon fan. Inbev, in they are owned by Inbev. Mm-hmm. You're right. All right, so we're going down. We're going down the rabbit hole. Uh, what does what does in Bev own? <laughs> yeah. So oh if God. you go to the website, it's a b dash in Bev now. Yes. Yeah. Uh, no, you do not need my ID. Stop. Which makes me think that they own alcohol. Do they own Captain Morgan's? Now I'm start, now I'm starting to remember this. Uh, yeah, they own a whole bunch of shit. They own Bex, Corona, Stella. So this is like alcohol. Um, we we have yeah. 
So as you know, I'm a whiskey aficionado. I I shock have... top. Oh yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've gotten into whiskey the last couple of years, and I absolutely realized that there's only about five companies in the world and they own all the companies like like a lot of the irish companies are all owned by the same company glenfiddich and uh several of them are all owned by the same company uh yeah they own corona they own castle they own harbin modello Hope garden uh, pacifico all the good, all the good, I guess those are all Mexican uh, games. Yeah, they own, they own left, really? Okay, so when I was in Paris, um, I tried a beer called Afflegem. Afflegem is, it is a, it is the best Belgian wheat I have ever tasted in my life. It's amazing. Um, and when I came back here, I used to be able to get it at Wegmans and they don't have it anymore. And I tried this left blonde and it's close, but it's not quite as good. And now I understand this because it's owned by a big conglomerate that doesn't <laughs> really. Uh, they own Modelo. That's really sad. They own Michelob. What's his name? Heinz Bush. They own Bex. I, I mean, you know, yeah, this is the whole thing. Uh, you can look up like which whiskeys are owned by which company. There's only about five of them. <laughs> they, you know, they own like the tequila and the gin and everything that goes with it. It's, it's pretty amazing. Oh, I did mean to tell you, and I, this reminds me that I need to go back out to the car tonight. Um, I found an eggnog that is made by Buffalo Trace. Uh, I think I so, heard that. So you know how like Evan Williams has. Mm -hmm. A uh, a eggnog. So this is, I forget what it's called. It doesn't say Evan Williams on it. It's got another name, but yeah, if you yes. look at if you look at the thing, it's it's from Trace. Yeah, uh... it's really good. We've talked about that too. When when is that? We should do a live. Think, we should do a live broadcast from a distillery. Oh my god, that would be a shit show. <laughs> I believe it. W I believe it's supposed to be April. Uh, it's called Benchmark. Yes, that is it. And the funny thing is, there's nothing on their brands list called Benchmark. Huh. So I don't really know where that came from. Yeah, that's interesting, isn't it? But it's tasty. I have to. Uh, did you find that in a liquor store or in a ABC store? Yep. ABC. Okay. Mm -hmm. I need to go to liquor. Go to ABC store because the uh, if you guys follow me on Instagram, I do an advent calendar every year of whiskeys. This year is a Scotch calendar, and it's been pretty damn phenomenal. And nice. This what was today's was. Um, Uh, today's was, I'm trying to remember. No, I forget. Oh my God. <laughs> That's terrible. Forget what it was. Um, but it was really good. They have been absolutely killing it. Uh, today's was a Spayburn, uh, Spayburn 18 year scotch. And it actually is not that expensive. It's only like 60 bucks a bottle. So I might actually go looking for that one. Oh, so here's a story for you, Don. Uh, so my best friend got a call from a liquor store in Maryland that he had put his name on the list for some writ. Uh, what year? Like a 21? A 23? Uh, no, I think it was like a 10. Oh, I, see, that's probably reasonable. Yeah, how much how much did you say that bottle was? One fifty. Two, maybe? Maybe. Yeah, one ninety nine. Because you gotta remember they don't sell an MSRP in Maryland. Yeah, one fifty to one ninety nine, probably. Yeah, yeah I think I think he was about two. He got it's his worth hands every on penny. That. It's worth yeah. it. Yeah, it's good stuff. 
I'm trying to convince him to keep it. Oh, and to God, let me have a little have a little taste. Yeah. This is a, yeah, he um yeah, this isn't the first time he's come into it, but he didn't keep the other bottles. Uh, do you sell them? Do you resell them? Well, technically, you're not supposed to do such uh, things. Okay, so he so would not have done. He would not, he would not have, have done, done that. that. But if, 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 have done that. If, if, you know, I, I mean, is that something he would have, you know, would have done if it wasn't, you know, not supposed to be done? Yeah, he might have <laughs> taken something in trade. <laughs> okay. He yeah. might have taken something in trade. <laughs> Very good trade. <laughs> oh, man. Um, okay, so so let's um I sort of sort of expanded on the game on on uh Metzen coming back when you were away. So Uh-oh. and then I talked about sending my poop to people. But so, <laughs> I don't know if people were prepared for that conversation. Hey, you know what? You can, if you get in, you never know yeah. <laughs> where the conversations go. <laughs> All right, so let's get into some of the game awards. Um, so, it, but since the last time we recorded, the game awards happened. Actually, the game awards probably happened before you heard our last episode because they release on Mondays, opposite of the week we record. Mm. So they happened the Thursday afterwards. Um. So yeah, that would have been what December twelfth. So and I think the game awards were that Thursday. So, um, uh, so so we had our our takes on some of them. Some of them we were right. Some of them we were dead ass wrong. <laughs> I would just like I to know say I was wrong. I was right on the big one. You definitely called the big one. But before we get there. The one I wanted to go into was um, uh, Best Adaptation. So this was taking a, a, um, a game and creating a TV movie or, or something about it, all right? And so the, the nominees were uh, Arcane, League of Legends, Cyberpunk, Edge Runners, The Cuphead Show, Sonic the Hedgehog, and Uncharted. And I it doesn't think, shock me at all that Arcane won that. I am shocked that Arcane won that and Sonic the Hedgehog didn't. Sonic the Hedgehog was a freaking multi-million-dollar movie. It was great. Everybody I've heard talk about it said it was fantastic. It was. You know, once they redid Sonic into not a well, but not a goofy looking, you know. <laughs> this is the Dang. problem. It was a great movie. Jim Carrey. Sonic is was fantastic. not made for the people who voted. I guess Sonic was made for the people who's voted who voted kids. I guess. and that's assuming that they have kids. I think more the people that voted probably watched arcane and really enjoyed it i guess i guess this is a league of legends thing i've yeah. never gotten into league of legends I've, i haven't either but i did wa- i did start arcane um and didn't didn't finish it just kind of it was good i just got caught up into other things so i'm not surprised that arcane won but i do know um a lot of people Specifically, their kids that liked Sonic. I also think that Uncharted gets a lot of hate, but I thought Uncharted was a good movie and a good adaptation. Yeah, it was a good adaptation. I thought Sonic was perfect. It was exactly the game. It was, it was it. I mean, yeah. Um, speaking of TV, um. Mrs. Diddy turned mm-hmm. me on to Wednesday. Oh, yeah. We yeah. haven't watched that yet, but you we've been talking You have about not it. watched Wednesday. Watch Wednesday. Especially if you've ever watched any episode of The Addams Family, watch Wednesday. 
because the nostalgia just slaps you in the head like you wouldn't believe. I like I like the young lady who plays Wednesday. I've seen her she in a in a ton it. of stuff. She and nailed it. Vanessa jokes that she doesn't understand how the girl can play a a sixteen year old in one thing and a twenty five year old in something else and be fully believable in yes, both things. in both of them. She's a hell of an actress. She really is. But there were so she's many great in you. If you've ever watched that I show, seen you that yeah. So she's in the second season, and she's really good in it. There were. Oh. So many little things where they were throwbacks to the old, um, the old show. Uh huh. I don't want to do spoilers. There, I don't want to do spoilers, but just, and that's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, and it's a great cast: <laughs> Catherine Zeta-Jones. Yes. Uh, who I haven't seen in anything like really recently. I actually. Um. Luis Guzman plays her dad, and he's great. Yeah. Catherine Zeta-Jones is the one person I actually don't like in the role. Really? I It isn't I don't like her. It's just... I wouldn't have cast her as Morticia. Who would you have cast as I Morticia? I don't know who I would have cast as Morticia, but not her. Maybe, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know who I would have cast. Um, you know, you know who I might have casted as Morticia, but I don't know if she has the full look for it, and also would have been difficult because of their casting of uh, Ortega's Wednesday. But I could have seen um, Charlize Theron. I feel like she could have played that role. I think she now could she have... just did she know. just did that movie on netflix um school of good and evil or something like that and so it might not have worked but i think it would have also been hard because you basically have a hispanic or uh latina adam's family yeah am i thinking um but I, I i think she looks like morticia like i think she gives you that morticia vibe in look <laughs> So almost, I see it's almost. It's just like, yeah, sort of, maybe, uh, almost. Yeah, it's. I, I don't know who else they could have gotten. I don't know. I can't think uh, of anybody I, else. I can't think of anybody off the top of my head that that yes would have been better, but um, yeah. I mean, you know, I could have seen, I could have seen like maybe, uh. Sophia Vargas I, playing it? Possibly, yes. If she could have done it without the accent. I don't know that you, I've ever seen her who, do anything with that. Selma Hyatt could have done it. Selma Hyatt She's a tad done it. short for it. Christina Hendricks. Mm, see, I think Christina Hendricks wouldn't work for the same reason that I don't think um, Charlize Theron might have worked. Maybe. They would have had to they would have had to kind they of recast yeah. the show. Yeah, yeah, you're but right. I, I think she, yeah, no, I she could have done it, but well, and you know what? I guess even in the original Adams family, the mom and the dad were the mom and the dad. They were yeah, absolutely different. Uh, he was kind of want to say was Colombian. This is one of those weird things. This came out in one of the episodes. Yeah, Angelica Huston and Raul Julia. Yes. Yeah. So he's Colombian. And yeah, Angelica Houston is, or Huston. Okay, so Angelica Huston is half Italian. Oh, okay. Um, well, yeah. Okay, so that makes sense. I don't know what her dad was, but... Um... By the way, back to the old thing we were talking about. Uh, Pappy Van Winkles is owned by the same company. That yep, that owns, does Trace. That owns Trace, yeah. Yep. <laughs> 
they okay yep. so here's where you know uh, like i said there are only five alcohol companies in the world they own blanton's buffalo trace mm-hmm. eagle rare stag yep. uh kentucky yep. gentleman uh mcafee's L- larceny old rip van winkle yep. uh taylor's um virginia gentleman weller mm-hmm. <laughs> uh Sazerac, which makes yep. rye which everybody uses uh canadian mist myers fleischmann's uh nikolai popov boost gin which is one of the biggest ever uh they own fireball uh southern comfort and tijuana <laughs> i mean just again and they're not alone. The other companies are, are exactly like that. You know what? Now, see, you just said something that made me think. So, you know, there's a Southern Comfort eggnog that they normally sell in the store. Yes. I wonder if that eggnog is the actual Southern Comfort eggnog with, like, SoCo in it. Oh, I don't know. I don't think it's alcoholic. No, 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 no. I know. Southern Comfort's yeah. eggnog is not, but I'm wondering if they use the same eggnog. I don't know. It's really and then good. Just, the Southern yeah, Comfort, no, the Southern Comfort is, really is really good. good. And this might not be as, that eggnog might not be as good as the Southern Comfort eggnog. Because sometimes what we, what my sister and I do is we'll buy like the Southern Comfort and we just add our own whiskey. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. All right, now that we've gone off on a complete tangent about <laughs> um, about the uh, about whiskey and egg. Oh my god! Anyway, <laughs> so the next one was the most anticipated game that's coming up, not current. This is things that are coming, and this was no clue. This was no brainer. I think we both picked this one, uh, Legend of Zelda. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, that was that was an pretty much an easy one. Um, I sort of was was not a- after hearing after hearing best ad- adaptation. I wasn't um, uh, surprised about esports event being League of Legends. Also, um, although I don't understand why MDI isn't in there. You don't know what MDI is. Uh, MDI is a uh, uh, Mythic Dungeon uh, International. It is the World of Warcraft uh, Mythic Dungeon races. These things are fantastic. If you've never watched them, they're amazing. Um, especially if you've ever played. If you've ever played World of Warcraft, these guys are running 24 26 level keys in a dungeon mythic dungeon it's it's unbelievable they're amazing uh yeah that wasn't that didn't make sense uh best multiplayer game this one surprised me neither one of us picked this one uh mess best multiplayer game the nominees were call of duty multiverses everwatch 2 splatoon 3 and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I thought Overwatch 2 had this hands down. I didn't think this was even much of a contest. And Splatoon won. And I'm like... At Nintendo. I'm like, really? Splatoon? At Nintendo. Honestly, I would have thought that Modern Warfare 2 would have won just because I know there's so many people that love so that So many game. people play it and so many people love it. I'm surprised it didn't win best multiplayer. But I can't say that the Splatoon three really surprises me. That surprised me. I had, might not have been my pick, but it doesn't surprise me. Didn't sp- see that one coming at all. Uh, Sim strategy game was Mario Rabbids. I think we picked that one. That was love pretty, that game. Yeah. Well, great, I haven't played the new one, game. but the but the original one is a great game. The original is fantastic. Uh, best sports racing game. We both agreed that Forza should have been on here and wasn't. <laughs> so, oh. but it isn't any. Uh, well, okay. So maybe it's a little surprising that Gran Turismo won, and not FIFA. Um, 
Did you know that FIFA is the FIFA has the most players of any sports game worldwide? Doesn't surprise me at all. Yep. It is and it's not even close. Yeah, not doesn't even surprise close. me at all. Doesn't yep. surprise it, me. It's like three times the next yeah. next game. Uh, and in a World Cup year? Yeah. yeah. Sure. Yep. Like Gran Turismo won. That's why I'm just like. Yeah. Well, but you know what? Like that, this is the first Gran Turismo in a long time. In a long time. I still I, don't think it's better. It's going to be, I it would be Forza's, better than Forza. Forza. Okay. So I get a new monitor. This monitor is freaking gorgeous. Just that. stunning. But man, that. Forza on this is just wow. <laughs> just wow. These widescreen curved monitors, they were made uh -huh. for racing games. They were made for this. What's the and refresh rate? One, one millisecond. No, no, no. Like, well, what's 144 the hertz? 144 hertz. 144 yeah. hertz. Yep. Just, just stunning. Just absolutely stunning. Uh, best family game. Again, I was I, so this one surprised me again. Uh, yeah, this surprises me. It was uh, the nominees were Kirby and the Forgotten Land, Lego Star Wars, uh, Marion Robbins, uh, Nintendo Switch Sports, and Splatoon. How Nintendo Switch didn't win this is beyond me. I just don't know. But Kirby and the Forgotten Lands won this as best family game. I mean, it's still a Switch game. It's a Switch game, but. Nintendo Switch Sports is, I mean, yeah, but I, you know, honestly, I don't know how well that sold on the Switch. I don't know how well it sold. I, I don't know how how well anything is selling on Switch, honestly. Yeah, that's you true. can walk into any store and find Switches in the in the case without a problem. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know if that's because people aren't buying them or if Nintendo just does a better job of keeping their products on shelf. Maybe, maybe I don't know. Um, best RPG. I, this one, okay, this didn't surprise me. Role playing style wise, uh, Elden Ring is the best game. I I like God of War, which wasn't even nominated for this, but is God of War considered an RPG? I think so. You gather gear, you're role-playing Kratos, and... I mean, it's a hack-and-slash game. I feel like it must not be... It must not be categorized as an RPG. Otherwise, they would have put it on here. Yeah. You're true. Yep. That's true. They've uh, got it in the action-adventure section, so... Yeah, because live... A, uh, live Alive? Live Alive? Whatever. Pokemon Legends... Uh, Triangle Strategy and Xenoblade Chronicles. I'm actually a little surprised that Xenoblade didn't win this one. Um, because that's always considered the you know the gold standard for RPGs. I don't know, not my style of game, but whatever. Uh, so best action adventure game. Um, I also thought this w I this was for me was sort of a toss up. Um, a Plague Tale, Requiem, God of War, Horizon, Forbidden West, Stray, and Tunic. I would not have been surprised to see Stray win this just as a an adventure game. But for pure act, the more I think about this, for pure action, God of War is definitely the yeah. best game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, best action game. Uh, the nominees were Bayonetta, Call of Duty, Neon White, Sifu, and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I actually had to go watch <laughs> gameplay of Sifu to know what it was. Um, of who? Sifu. S-I-F-U. Um, now I understand why it didn't win. Um, Bayonetta 3 won this. I again a little surprised that it wasn't Call of Duty. Um to me, does this sort of say Call of Duty's getting a little long in the tooth? Oh yeah, but we've been saying that for years. And yeah. I don't think has COD ever won anything at any of these video game awards. 
we have to go back and look. I don't think I'm Cod sure, I'm is sure it's won something at some point in time, but I don't think Cod is the game that these people that are voting in these awards are like super hyped up on. Like I don't think that I don't think True. that's a game or a franchise that's going to get rewarded. True. It's got its base following, right? Yeah. Which is a lot of people. Um, but it's got its base following, but it doesn't really bring in a whole lot of new players and there's not a lot I mean, of excitement for it. Yeah, the closest thing that we got to like massive game is Destiny 2. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like, I mean, I don't consider Apex, although it or Fortnite, although they have tons of players, I don't consider them to be like big AAA games. No. Like I think they're all. just small games that a lot of people play. Yes, um, I agree. And they don't have a lot of innovation, right? They're basically battle royale. They're I mean, there's nothing really innovative about them. Let me tell you the one that really surprised me. Best mobile game. Oh, I mean, I'm not there yet. Oh. But okay. Go ahead. Well, we'll I... get to that. Best mobile game. The nominees were Apex Legends, Diablo Immortal, Geshen Impact, Marvel Snap, and Tower of Fantasy. I really would have guessed either Diablo or Apex. I would have too. And I just started playing Marvel Snap a couple weeks ago. And it's a great game. Like, it's really enjoyable. They have managed not to get any of my money yet, but I know they <laughs> want it. But I'm shocked. Especially being that I hadn't really heard anything about this game until recently. Um, I'm shocked that it won, won this award. I'm a little surprised that it won this award because I've played four of those. Um, I played Legends, Apex Legends, I played Diablo, I played Geshen, and I played Marvel Snap. I would have put Marvel Snap third in that list. I mean, it's fine. It's a good game, but it isn't anything compared to Diablo. Diablo Immortal is fantastic. As a mobile game, it's amazing. It's smooth, it's fun, it's you can jump in, you can do something and jump back out of it, and it's great. I I'm sort of flabbergasted Diablo didn't win that because it is a great mobile game. It has everything that you would want in a mobile game. So I yeah, I'm a little surprised that Marvel Snap won that. Marvel Snap's a good game, but I didn't think it was that interesting enough you know to win and the win over the other ones yeah. uh i even thought Geshen impact was a better game than that but so i do not have a vr system i'm sort of waiting for psvr2 which apparently is coming maybe sometime never um so i don't know anything about these the only one I ever played was the Star Wars one for about 10 minutes in Alex's house. And I tried to hit him with the controller. So, yeah. <laughs> but other than that, uh, Moss Book 2 won this. Do you know anything about it? I don't even know what it? that is. Yeah, I nope. didn't know anything about it. Among Us VR is the only one I've actually ever seen in a game play of, and it looks sort of cool. But Bone Lab is pretty cool. I heard, I heard that bone lab was was cool but uh i didn't know anything about it uh best community support this one actually didn't surprise me much uh the nominees were apex legends destiny 2 final fantasy 14 fortnite and no man's sky final fantasy 1 i will say this though the support in No Man's Sky is phenomenal. If you put in a ticket in No Man's Sky, it's it's a couple of hours and they've answered you. One way, it's or the way it other. should be. And they're amazing in that game. Uh 
I forget what I was doing. I did something and it didn't work and put in a ticket and they came back in a couple of hours and said, yes, we know about that. We're working on a fix for it. Here's whatever something because it didn't work, you know, and they gave me some resources of some type. I mean, their, their community support has been amazing for that. And even though they had a rough launch, you go back and play No Man's Sky now. It's a blast. It is fun. So I, I've actually gone back and played that a little bit lately. All right. Uh, here, I'm going to combine these two because this is dumb. I don't know why they had best indie game and best debut indie game as separate categories. I guess in case this was your first game and it was, but I mean, in indie games, there was no other game that was winning this year, any category other than Stray, because it was a phenomenal concept and implemented well, worked well, was a blast to play. Um, you got to run around the world as a cat. I mean, how can, how can you complain? What could be, what could be better? What could be better? Um, okay. Uh, the one I just don't understand what World of Warcraft isn't part of is the best ongoing game. I tried to read the rules and figure out why World of Warcraft wasn't part of this. I didn't understand, but Final Fantasy 14 won that. Uh, that was up against uh, Destiny 2, Apex Legends, and Fortnite. Um, let's go to music. Okay. So the, the nominees for this were A Plague Tale, Elden Ring, God of War, Metal Hellsinger, and Mitsuda. Um, I went and listened to the middle, to the, um, music of Hellsinger. I understand why that didn't win my kind of music. I enjoyed it. A lot of people would not. Um, <laughs> I'm a little surprised that God of War won this. The music in God of War is good. I didn't think it compared to Elden Ring. I thought Elden Ring's music was better. Hmm. Any, yeah, I haven't. I mean, I haven't listened to enough of the God of War soundtrack to disagree with uh, Elden Ring, but Elden Ring's music is is great. Yep, uh, Elden Ring sort of took the night. Right, they won for best art direction. Uh, they best also won for best game direction. I guess if you win game direction you sort of win a whole bunch of stuff uh they won uh for best narrative which is basic what we talk about all the time right which is what mm -hmm. was the best story yeah um god of war won that that was up against the plague tale elden ring horizon forbidden west and immortality as somebody who thinks god of war is the greatest game franchise ever made i sort of disagreed with this I, I talked about this last last episode. Horizon was a very unique story. And in Forbidden West, it was even better. There were plots and twists and and storylines that were absolutely better than what was in God of War. God of War tugged on the heartstrings being father son. Uh, you know, based, but I right. thought Horizon had a better story. And so I was a little surprised that God of War won this. Yeah, you know, it might have been one of those things where um, they felt like they needed to give God of War something. Possibly. Because that brings us to the biggie, which is Game of the Year. Game of the Year, the nominees were A Plague Tale Requiem, Elden Ring, God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, Stray, Xenoblade Chronicles 3. 
so before we talk about this having an indie game up for game of the year tells you how good that game was yep it was phenomenal and i of after all the things because it's an indie game i personally think it should have won game of the year i i thought about this after our last episode and, and i think i said god of war should win game of the year um you picked elden ring uh but the more i thought about it the more i thought you know what this is an indie game that is up there with the big boys and it had everything it had story it had playability it had you know it had everything it wasn't quite as long as the other two as the three big games but uh the winner here was elden ring and that really surprised me i thought if it wasn't going to be god of war it would be a plague tale i thought maybe you know i never dreamed that it would be elden ring as game of the year elden ring i don't know if you've played it it's hard no i haven't it's, freaking hard it's not just a little hard <laughs> it's a lot hard and there is no way to play it in any mode other than what they give you i've gone back and tried to play it a couple of times and i just don't have the can-die coordination to do that any uh, one of these other games I can sit down and play and enjoy them. I can't sit down and enjoy Elden Ring. And that is why I would say there's no way it could be game of the year. And there's a lot of people that won. disagree with you, sir. There are a lot of, apparently there are a lot of people that disagree with me um, because Elden Ring did win game of the year. Um, I thought God of War was a better game overall just bosses and i mean i've watched gameplay from Elden ring because i can't get that far in it <laughs> but, <laughs> but um and i thought horizon even was a better game than Elden ring just concept wise and playability wise um apparently everybody else disagreed with me and Elden ring won game of the year thoughts uh, I called it. I said Elden Ring would win. You called it and uh, said it would win. I thought God of War might win, uh, but I thought Elden Ring deserved to win. And uh, the people agreed with me. Maybe they listened to our podcast. Yeah. And uh, and voted accordingly. But I don't think yeah, that, good for Elden maybe. Ring. <laughs> did, uh, did George R.R. R. Martin show up? I did not see him at the... Uh, at the... Uh, uh, because it's his game. I think he also Let, has a lot. He also has a large machine of he people does. that he can mobilize to vote. He does. He does, and and that's possibly part of it. Let me say this about the game awards. The game awards, the broadcast was amazing. The they did this this uh segment where they had an orchestra playing oh the, yeah the songs from the games oh mm -hmm. my god it was fat it was amazing it did was, they have the lady with the violin again yes. this year yep it was incredible it was really really good um the one dudes the one dude on the flute stole the show of course I, i'm sure everybody's seen pictures and clips of that he was he was ridiculous he was into it that's for sure but that segment was amazing the game show was polished the broadcast was polished it was well done they had lots of big name people um i will say this what's his face uh that that uh, voiced um kratos won for uh best voice actor and he That's absolutely fair. deserved that uh it was 
that was great he he nailed it um he was one of the guard dudes on um on stargate uh what oh. the hell's his name um shit i had it and i just lost it sorry uh mrs diddy's writing we'll find out here in a second yeah she remembers chris i can't read her right her ring okay so i love my wife dearly her writing is horrendous her horrendous she's judge the, chris judge she's, chris she's gonna judge. slap you upside the back of the no, head she knows her writing is horrendous she's still gonna slap you the upside only the person back of the that head can read her writing is hard <laughs> listen that's the way you want it that's true um yeah chris judge he was amazing his speech lasted about 32 minutes oh um, my gosh no i'm kidding but it was long um he was a he was one of the the um main i'm surprised they let him talk long stargate everybody else they put the music on not him he was allowed to go <laughs> it was they it were was, like yo this dude was, was kratos we ain't bothering yeah, him yeah we're not we're not gonna take kratos out of that <laughs> so um that was it yep uh uh elden ring one game of the year uh best story was god of war so and uh you know the other big one was art art and music god of war one music elden ring one art so sort of a split between the two right um oh yeah best performance was christopher judge in god of war interesting enough uh sonny soljic was up for god of war and he plays boy the boy uh in god of war so he's also very very good i think either one of them could have won and it would have been deserved easily um and that's it for our show uh elder ring one uh i so uh can I, I don't know if I'm far enough into God of War to give a, a game review. review. Well, let's, when we come back from the holiday in the new I, year. When we can, I'm off between New Year's and Christmas. I will make sure to spend some time, quality time playing God of War to That's give right. a true um, game review. I will tell you this. It, it's more God of War. If you played the last game and liked it you will like this one it's pretty much more of the same excellent everything that is god of war hey i would like to throw out to people that uh over the holiday i think on the 20 on the 23rd knives out the new Knives Out, I which is called... That. I should watch the first one. Um, the Glass Onion. You've never watched the first I've one? never watched the first one. Yes, you should. Uh, but Knives Out is great. I think it's even better than The Glass Onion. Um, do you say favor? Watch it shout, at Christmas. Shout out to TV's Travis. Maybe maybe that's... He's been itching to have me on, on the show again. Yo, um, you should do Knives that's, Out. I've never seen Knives Out. Maybe we Maybe that should be the one. I'm going to message him and get and suggest that to him. That's not um, a bad one. Also, my little cousin is going to be a backup dancer in the Whitney Houston movie, which Seriously? comes out this week. Yes. Fantastic. Yes. So who are we looking for? Uh, her name is Maya Sutton. And I, you know, I don't know if she's going to get a name credit Will in the movie. Credit? Or you know they might well, just, just credit her as backup dancer. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, she I don't will, know. She'll get a name. She has no, a name credit. No. So they might say backup dancer one two three, backup dancer one, backup dancer two. I do know that she got, she got her her uh, SAG card nice. for the performance. Oh, that's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. So what, um, don't you have to get a credit to get your to get the card? Yeah, but I don't know I, if it has to be a named credit. I don't know if it's I don't know if it's the credit or the participation. So either no, way, she's to, gonna be I in know it. to get your I do know to get your uh um uh Oscar card. 
you have to have a named credit. Oh, whatever that's maybe. called, whatever that is, the Actors Guild. Yeah. Yes, to get your Actors Guild card, you have to have a named credit. So I can't imagine that SAG is any different. Yeah. So we did today, we saw um, one of the trailer uh-huh. videos. Is she in And it? you can actually see her in the nice. trailer. Yeah. That's fantastic. You get a, you get a, it's a quick shot. That's great. But you do get a, uh, you do get a good shot of her. Um, so yeah, I'm excited for her. Um, I got to see her after Thanksgiving because we were up in Massachusetts. That's great. And talked to her a little bit about it. That's great. Yeah, she's, uh, it's going to be good. It's amazing how much the backup singers and, uh, funny, we were talking about this this week. Um, actually, somebody said, what is your favorite? Uh, I think this was on Twitter. Somebody said, what's your favorite Rolling Stone song? And I said, it's absolutely Gimme Shelter. And the song is fine, but Mary Clayton as the backup singer in Gimme Shelter makes that song, makes it iconic, makes it, you know, just to reach out and, and, and you feel it with her, with her performance in that. And the story behind it is amazing. So if you've never heard the story of Mary Clayton and doing Gimme Shelter for the Stones, go read that. I won't spoil it, but go read the story. It's fantastic. Um, but anyways, uh, to tie that in was the backup singer made that song. That song was fine. Would have been fine without her, but it wouldn't have been the song that it was. Mary Clayton is still out here singing. Yes, she is. She, she recently started her own, her own thing. Oh, and it's spelled Mary, M-E-R-R-Y, like Mary Christmas. Yep. Yep. Uh, oh. there's, there's a, a Netflix documentary called 12 feet from stardom. Maybe something along those lines, something feet from stardom. And it is about backup singers in bands and songs and stuff. It's, it's excellent. So, I mean, I don't know if you remember this, but there's that Mariah Carey unplugged performance um, probably not it was and Brian Carey MTV unplugged and she has a backup singer who sang the doors off of like like one of like his backup part and he ended up getting a record deal behind nice. that I mean it was That's so good great. people were like yo it's there's not very often where like somebody out sings out singing Mariah Carey, yeah. but like, but like, yeah, he 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 really did it, and it not like did it in a way like showing her up. Like she clearly wanted him to go for his shine. Yeah, and he was like, okay, I'm gonna do it. I can't remember that guy's name. Um, but while you're looking that up, uh, I'll throw this one out too. So it's Christmas time. Uh, happy holidays to all. I hope you all have a, a an amazing holiday season so you must go listen to the greatest Christmas song ever done it is by Small Town Titans and it's called Grinch you're welcome just just go watch it on YouTube it's called Grinch by Small Town Titans that dude has a set of pipes like you would not believe it's amazing <laughs> so the guy's name is Trey Lorenz who ended up putting out a couple of albums. Never. The name sounds familiar. Never really reason. blew up. Um. But yeah. I mean, he 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 had a moment because yep. of uh, because of that. How thing. do you capitalize on your fifteen minutes of fame? Right? Can you they, can you capitalize they, on it? Yeah, they got nominated for a Grammy before that. There you go. They, they were singing. What were they singing? I'll be there. Oh, they were doing song. a cover. Yeah, great song. 
Yes, and there's a lot of there actually, yeah, there's a lot of harmony and and backup and in and out with that song. So yeah. We should start a music podcast. I thought about that. that was good. <laughs> we could. We could. Well, we need to get the old person. Whatever he's supposed to do a nerd podcast with us and this 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 crap I have two young kids. <laughs> he's a busy man he's he a, busy a busy man, man. I, I, so i i can tell you having two small children that are a couple of years apart that is a full-time job and a half there's <laughs> there isn't any doubt about that so kudos to to alex and diana or deanna because that, that's that's a job and a half man that's man yep. yeah all right, folks, thanks for coming out tonight um, and listening to us ramble about everything about Game Awards and everything else that went along <laughs> with it. <laughs> uh, if you'd like to reach out and contribute to the show in any ways, please, please email us at joystickandmouse at gmail.com. If you want to follow us or give us a nicer view, uh, head on over to joystickandmouse.com. And uh, until next time, Tim. Take it easy. And we'll see you later, folks. Bye now. If you like this show, check out more great content at incastmedianetwork.com. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>